Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, September 30th edition from a very cold Kentucky. It's cold here, Vince. Is it really cold there, bro? Like, how cold we talk at 40? Nah, like 58. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> bro, put on it's, your big boy snow pants, bro. Come on. I, I've, got my, I've got my Bengals hoodie on. Uh, as you may know, Vince, I'm a big fantasy football player, and whoever, whoever drew me this week, at uh, draftbeast.com, they're losing because I had an AJ Green in my lineup who went absolutely insane last night at Paul Brown Stadium. I was there; it was a field goal fest, but I got to see the Bengals take. The what victory. are the, what are the Bengals now, and what are you now? The Bengals are two and one with one no contest. I refuse to recognize the Steelers' loss as a loss. Uh, I am three and one thus far. How I thought we're only I will be three. And oh, one. okay, yeah. Let's. I was gonna say I thought we're only three games in, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna be three and one. AJ Green got me like 30, 35 points. So let's be serious here. Also, guys, you can support the podcast by using on it. Go to our podcast page. You'll see a million different podcasts. We're about to revamp that page to make it easier for you to sort by day. Uh, but you'll see that on it link. Go there. Check out their apparel, their equipment, their supplements. Used by the likes of Cesaro, Seth Rollins, Triple H, Bailey, Sheamus, Roman Reigns, all kinds of people. So go there and do that. Vince, we have so much to talk about. Geez, so much to talk about. TJ Perkins is the most overstar in WWE history. Now, bro, there's the a Rocky Mountain Pro. What about this? There's a, a Rocky. The tapings. No, not the tapings. There's a Rocky Mountain Pro uh, athlete right now at NXT tryouts. Who How is about it? that? Who Royce is Royce Isaacs? That's awesome. Rolls I know uh, Shayna Baszler is also getting a tryout. Uh, Ronda Rousey's buddy. Hey, 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 Sean. Let me ask you if you know anything about this because I saw, I just saw real quick on Twitter that there was the headline like you know history at NXT training camp or something. You know what that was about? Was it the number of students or? I'll have to look, but I would assume it's the women involved because I think they're doing. They're they're they might do like a women's tournament, much like they did a cruiserweight uh, tournament. I uh, that's probably what it is, but I'd have to look. I, I had a very late. You want to know something, bro? To be honest with you, and this is just me and my taste. I would be more interested in seeing something like that than the cruiserweight tournament. I would probably watch something like that. To be honest with you, well, it's like your boy Shane Helms told me. He's like everybody works the cruiserweight X division style now. It's not that different. Like Seth Rollins does that every match. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. him. That yeah, means- that's why they're putting the wrestling business out of business. But that's besides the point. That's why I still like watching the women, even, I even know though the, they work the, that style too. I know the cruiserweights are dead on, on arrival. It's sad. They no build, nothing. It, it's just there. There's some okay. There's some special talents there, but it doesn't matter if they're not over. It doesn't matter. You can be. I mean, I heard for years everybody putting over Terry Taylor and the worker that he was, but he, he never got the push. He never got 
you know, they're, it doesn't matter if you don't get behind it. So I think they're, they're dead on arrival. Wow. This is breaking news from Ryan Satin. Jamie Noble, WWE agent, stabbed twice in West Virginia, and he's currently in the hospital. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, apparently EMS were called uh, when uh, two men got out of the suspect's car and at least one stabbed Jamie. This is from Ryan Satin, a pro wrestling chief. Best wishes to Jamie Noble. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's horrible, bro. That is horrible. Also, what is horrible is this TNA situation, Vince. Yeah. It's a mess. And, like, gosh. Like, there are some weeks when I just – this is just one of those weeks when you spend the whole time chasing stuff down. Like, and there's a lot of stories going on right now. Hey, Sean, can I ask you a question? When you do that, bro, because I'm interested – because, you know, bro, I I got something totally different from you. You know, I mean, I do entertainment. You know, I, I that's why I respect what you do. And I know, bro, you work your ass off. You get sauces and everything. But, bro, when you got to, like, chase something down like this and you got to talk to so many people, like, bro, is it kind of like – I mean, do you get excited about that? Or, like, does it get to be, like, a real pain in the ass? Like, where you're not, get, you're not getting straight answers? And, I mean, like, what's your experience when you do that? Well, fortunately, the people that I that I talk to at TNA almost generally always give me straight answers. The brawl for all story I did, right? Boy, I got some real bullshit there. Because yeah. and it's so funny that everybody was trying to work me over a shoot. But the TNA thing, I don't get excited about that because I'm talking about people potentially losing their jobs. It's really bad. No, I, I, think, I don't. I don't mean excited about that. I mean like yeah, yeah. chasing I, the you know like chasing the like story, rush, bro. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like a rush, sure. I mean, there's that, but. And and with stuff like this, I got to approach different people than I would normally approach because I don't want people to single out my sources. Yeah. I don't want people to get punished because of something that I publish because, you know, I'm making a living doing this, but I don't want to cost somebody yeah, doing Yeah, of course. I don't want to cost Josh Matthews his job for feeding me all this information about TNA that he's you doing. You see how you poke the bear, poke the bear, poke the bear, bro, poke the I, bear. I actually had somebody tell me how much they like Josh Matthews this week and how hard he works backstage. He does. I'm sure he does, bro. So, so there you go. And uh, bro, anybody that works yeah. at TNA, bro, you always have to work. Well, you work. You have to work double ten, duty. Yeah, oh, ten, the, how he's going to say ten different jobs? Forget double duty, bro. That's how it is, man. There's that, and one of the things I was told this week was, and, and it's out that Dixie Carter is messing the sale up, and I'm like, well, that's standard procedure over the last several years. She's messing up every sale. She's done that. that. That's how it's been. All of the talent wants Billy Corgan to own the company. Every bit of it. Every everybody that I spoke to, every like backstage worker, every every like production worker, every talent wants Billy Corgan running that company. Vince, what do you think will happen with the company? Sean, here's where I can give just a little insight into Dixie Carter. Now, Sean, you gotta understand, I could be totally off base. But this is my opinion. And I think you and I spoke about this before. Yeah. Yeah. And you really have to know Dixie Carter to understand this. Well, you know, her father's very wealthy, Panda Energy. And you know, her older brother is her father's right-hand man. And you know the story that TNA Wrestling, I think, in a lot of ways, was Dixie's way of proving herself to her old man. You know what I'm saying? Like the old man gave the oldest son. He was the next in line, you know, past the torch. And there was little Dixie and she had her little company really trying to prove herself to her father. But you know how like a lot of times kids like no matter how old they get, if there was the history, they're constantly trying to prove themselves to their parents. Shane McMahon going to China and trying to start video on demand. There you go. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. With that being said, bro. I think that has been the sole reason why Dixie Carter has not let go, has not sold, has not closed doors. Because, bro, I'm telling you, I don't think it's an issue, a money issue. I think it's a failure issue. And I think it's a failure issue in the eyes of her father, not fans, not anything. So, bro, here's the part that frightens me a little bit. You know I'm a big Billy Corgan supporter. I'm, I'm in Billy Corgan's corner. Here's the part that frightens me a little bit. If Dixie Carter sells the company to the WWE, 
in her mind, bro, regardless of what, if they pay pennies on the dollar, in her mind, is that now her success story? Hey, guess what? I, I, I started a wrestling company, and at the end of the day, I sold that company to the WWE. Bro, that sounds a hell of a lot better than I had a song. I sold a company to Billy Corgan to get out of debt. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, I'm telling you, this really isn't about dollars and cents. This is very, very personal to her. Bro, I got to be honest with you, Sean. Dixie Carter is like the only person, the only person I've ever worked with. I never one time heard her say, I made a mistake. I've heard I heard Vince McMahon say that numerous times. I made a mistake. That was a bad call. I shouldn't have done numerous times. Dixie never. So that says a lot about her personality. It does, and, a lot of, bro. and a lot of people like her. I like she, her too. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. At some point, you're costing people jobs. You're yeah. costing people their livelihood yeah. for your own pride. Yeah. At some point, you if she cares that much about TNA and she cares that much about the family of the quote unquote family of TNA. She would have done something a long time ago, Vince. I got to be honest. And, and Sean, this is what we're talking about. With all due respect, in my opinion, I don't think she does. I, I, I think there's I a either. much bigger picture here. I think she's lived with this, with the relationship with the old man her whole life and the older brother. I think that supersedes everything. And, you know, that's why I'm afraid of this WWE sale, because I could see her in her mind. That's a victory. I sold my company to WWE. That's what scares me, bro. And she gets on Impact last night, and she's like, we will have news soon. I'm like, then why say anything? You're teasing your audience by doing this, too. It's really weird. Like, and it's a messed up situation. There's a lot of people, Vince, who will never be able to replace the income they're making. Oh, no doubt, bro. I no, I'm, I hear you, bro. No doubt. And, bro, a lot of people – first of all, let's let's be honest. There's a lot of people not making a lot of money, and there's a lot of people busting their ass for what they're making, bro. You know what I mean? And, unfortunately, bro, I, I don't know if at the end of the day that weighs with Dixie. I, I really don't, bro. I don't know. I mean, bro – they were bleeding money, and she's on an African safari with her family. Like that, I, I mean, bro, that sends out a message that's, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely I definitely know what you mean. And it's just so, it's, I, you know, I'm not saying that, that you or I could run a company any better. We both explained we, we are not no. exactly businessmen. Yeah, I could. But it's just like. I get a feeling that Billy Corgan probably can, even though his last one didn't work out. I have a feeling that probably like a Matt Hardy could. Like there's, there's probably several people uh, that, that could in, in that company. I, I feel so bad for these people who may lose their jobs at no fault of their own. Not only that, at the absolute fault of their leader who is – Tried to portray her. Oh my god! Yeah, it's but like- but sure. Let, let's 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 be fair here, bro. It's business, and regardless of the business, employees are always going to get caught in the crossfire, bro. That's just business. I mean, I, and I, you know, it's not a Dixie Carter issue. It's not a wrestling issue. It's not a TNA issue. That's business, bro. The the business picture is much bigger. But bro, you got to look at it this way too. The cream always rises to the top. You got some great athletes, some great people at TNA. The cream always rises to the top. So hopefully they'll be able to land someplace else. I wonder, like, I wonder what she thinks that people think of her throughout all this situation. Is she that, like, does she have the blinders on that much? Does she really think that she's pulling the wool over her talent's eyes? Because it seems like from the outside looking in that she fancies herself as, like, being the person that they wrote the lyrics of cult of personality about. Like she can tell people one thing, they'll believe it, they'll believe it and everything will be fine. No, that's not the case. Uh, yeah, I don't think, bro. I, I think she's way past that. I, I I don't think she believes that anymore for a second. I, I think this decision, I hate to say this, but it really comes down to what she thinks is going to be best for her. Perception. Yeah. yeah. The perception and trying to save face. Right. When if anybody does any digging, they'll find out because there has been 
I mean, you know, sure, upon introducing herself to people, oh, what do you do? Well, I ran a wrestling company and sold it to WWE. Sean, sure. Did I, did I ever tell you my uh, – since we're at the end of the rainbow here, I think I could tell this now because a lot of times I haven't. I haven't told – and this is my favorite wrestling story of all time. The end of our rainbow yeah. or TNA? Yeah, and I really shouldn't even give this to you and FIFO because I can't even get into the website to read it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you anyway. This you is, know what? What? You know what? What? I'm going to give you a login. You have to, bro. I mean, come on. If, if, if James thinks, I mean, come on, bro. Bro, can I tell you a story I'm going to share with you? Bro, this is my favorite wrestling story of all time. Sure. I've never told this because it's a little embarrassing to Dixie, but it's so hard not to tell because it's so funny. Okay? There's, okay. But there's somebody I got to protect, and I'm not going to mention his name. Okay? Because he, uh, he, oh, he'd get all upset. No. Okay, bro. Bro, we're at, it's after a TV taping. And we're out getting dinner. And, bro, you know, the, the usual suspects, I, I would always eat with, you know, Irish Pat, Pat Kenny, you know, Terry Taylor, uh, Al Snow, uh, you know, Matt Conway. We had our, our group that we always ate with, right, bro? So we're eating at dinner one time after a TV taping. And um, I'm, sitting next to, I, I'm, I'm sitting next to somebody at the table. This somebody gets a phone call, and it's Dixie Carter. So the somebody who I don't want to sell them down the river uh, walks away from the table. Okay. So they go, they're gone for a period of time. They come back and it's, you know, cover the phone. Dixie wants to talk to you. And bro, I'm doing the, the gimmick. I'm not here. Tell her I'm not here. Bro, the last person I want to talk to is Dixie at the end of the day. I'm not here. I'm not here. So finally he gives me the phone. I'm like, hey, Dixie, what's up? Bro, she is red hot on fire i've only heard dixie this mad bro i heard of this mad when she found out about karen angle and jeff jarrett this is was this was the second hottest i ever heard of. oh wow this was the second hottest i ever heard of bro so i get on the phone dixie what's up you're not gonna believe what happened i just went into the restaurant and hogan and she didn't call him hogan hulk and eric were having dinner and the minute I walked in, up to the table, I heard the both of them say under their breath, kayfabe, kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> Wait, hold on, bro. Bro, she's hot. Vince, who the F are they to kayfabe me? This is my effing company. Who the F do they think they are kayfabing the boss? Bro, on fire. I'm like, Dixie, with all due respect, the minute they kayfabed you, you should have said, "Why? What, what, uh, what exactly are you two guys kayfabing me about, right? She should have called them out immediately, right? She goes, I can't believe it. Screw Hulk. Screw Eric. Nobody's going to kayfabe me. Blah, 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 blah. I said, well, Dixie, you know what? Tomorrow you just ask them what, what they kayfabed you about. Just go right to the source and, you know, whatever, right? Trying to get paying attention. I'm I'm about to deliver you the punch. I don't have your attention. I don't have your attention, bro. What's more important in this story right now? Me tweeting out that this story is happening on the air. So, bro, bro, she's red hot that Hogan and Bischoff kayfabed are at the table, right? So, bro, finally, I hang up the phone with her. I give the phone back to the person who got the phone call. Okay? I don't want to say who it is. So, I said to the person, bro. Why did Dixie call you and not me? Like, this was a phone call that should have went directly to Vince. Why did she call you and not me? Like, what was your conversation with Dixie? What, what, did, what did she want to talk to you for? You ready? Bro, and yeah. you got to understand, I'm talking about, bro, I swear to you, I'm talking about at least, well, bro, Hulk and Eric came in how many years into TNA? What year did they come in? They came in at the very end of 2009, but they they started in early 2010. Oh. January 4th, 2010. By right, 2010, today. TNA started when? 2002. Bro, this is yeah. eight years in. This is eight years in. I said to the guy, what What did Dixie want? What did she want with you, bro? What, what, did, what did she want? You ready, bro? The guy who, who I won't sell down the river said to me, she wanted to know what kayfabe meant. <laughs> Oh, bro, bro, 
eight years in and she was throwing the term around to me like 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 she was a, a 30-year veteran of the business, bro. She couldn't have Googled it? Bro, bro, my that is bro, no of, all, of all the stories, bro. That's my favorite story of all time. And I never say because it's kind of embarrassing, but it's funny embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't it doesn't bury her. It's just bro, come on. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait for that headline tonight on oh, Fightful.com. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, since you brought it up, I want to know how she reacted to finding out about Karen Angle and Jeff Jarrett. Oh, bro. I'll never forget, bro. I, I'll never forget. I was in – and this is, no, this is no BS, bro. Oh, bro, this is another unbelievable story. Bro, you ever hear, like, how, how she found out? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Well, bro, you know it – it all went down, uh, you know, uh, bro, bro, when Kurt found out, I don't know if a lot of people noticed. I'm not going to get into the detailed details. I'll scratch. Bro, you painted. T- I'm, not, I'm not telling you no more stories. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, you're right. You're right. I'm not telling you no more stories. No, they're not important enough to get your full attention. Well, what's, let's talk. What do you want to talk about? TJ Perkins has heat with the locker room. I have no, earbuds let's, in. Let, let's talk about TJ Perkins and his heat with the locker room. I'm not, I'm not, no, no more, no stories for you. No stories. I have no. to stare my camera in the eye like this. No, no stories. No, you don't appreciate These stories are gold, Jerry. They're I gold. You don't appreciate these stories, bro. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Finish your story, right. man. So, bro. Okay, bro. You know, it all, it all broke down at a TV taping. And, bro, this is a true story. I don't think a lot of people know this. And I'm not going to get into the details. But Jeff Jarrett was in his hotel room. Bro, Kurt Angle practically kicked the door down, got in Jarrett's room and shut the door, and it was the two of them. Bro, it was the two of them. Okay, bro, like, yeah, I mean, at, at a TV taping in Orlando. So, bro, after they, they were divorced at this time, right? No, no, not at all, bro. This wow. is when Kurt's, like, just finding out, bro, right? So they had split up or something, No, right? no, this is when Kurt's going on rumor. Yeah. So, bro. So now, bro, I mean, it all breaks down to TV. So now we get back to Orlando and and Dixie calls Jeff in and Jeff swears up and down. No, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. I got nothing to do with Karen Angle. We got nothing to do with each other. This and the other thing. Right, bro. Shortly thereafter, Jeff has a Fourth of July party at his house. Okay, bro. You ready for this? He's hosting the party with Karen Angle. And they invite Dixie. Bro, they invite Dixie to the party. I bet when I bet when she walked by, they went kayfabe. No, well, not well. She didn't know what it meant at that point. But anyway, bro, they invite her to the party, and Kev, and Jeff and Karen are hosting this party. And Dixie's like, oh what? God. She was like the first, the last person to find out. Bro, she calls me the next day. I'm 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 in Nashville because we got a creative meeting. I'm literally at Walmart looking at the toys. I'll never forget it, bro. I got a call in the toy aisle. Bro, she started cussing me up and down for not telling her and making her look stupid. Bro, I didn't know. It was none of my business. I don't get involved in crap like that. I I I didn't. So she's the type of person that blames other people. Yeah, for, yeah. For she, well, yeah dumb. Exact that's exactly it, bro. I think she was more upset about that than anything else. I'm like Dixie, I I I don't talk to Jeff about that I don't have a clue. And she was oh bro, beside herself. That's when the rest just you know the 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 fallout and then the next time was when she got kfa by hogan and bishop that's great i love the well i love the hogan bishop uh, story i love that i love that story bro it's my favorite story of all time oh man that's a good one yeah it's funny it's one. funny as hell bro so funny well i hope for the best for for those in tna yeah, i will be of watching course. of course we do I will be watching Bound for Glory Sunday if it happens. We have full coverage of the, the, the show on our website. We have full coverage of UFC tomorrow night. We have full coverage of uh, Ring of Honor All-Star Extravaganza tonight. Lots of stuff on the site. There, Our guy, David Tease, covers everything. Vince, there are MMA promotions I didn't even know existed that he is covering on our website. 
So there you go. Bro, how many, like, like how many, like, I don't know if you know the answer to this, Sean, but like how many MMA promotions around the country is there compared to wrestling promotions around the country? Do you have any idea? Uh, there's a lot of regional MMA promotions. It's hard to really nail down how many. There's not more, but, there's not more MMA promotions than wrestling, is there, do you think? Hmm, there, it might be, sim- well, I don't know, because... If you're running MMA promotions, you're usually running them in like the Cincinnati's, the Lexington's, the Louisville's, places like that. Meanwhile, independent wrestling shows can run in yeah, Paducah, Aberdeen, Aberdeen Ohio. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, I'd love, to, I, bro. I would love to know that. That would be interesting to me. You know what? I would love yeah. to see the growth after over the last ten years. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I would love to see something like that. That would be interesting. Well, for- for regional MMA, it might have shrunk because if you remember, the Ultimate Fighter was a big, big deal back then. And when that happened, everybody wanted to fight. Yeah. Now, the skill level is you're starting to get real athletes that are coming into MMA, like football players and basketball players. I know that we recruit people that are in college playing sports and say, hey, you know, maybe if if you don't, you might not make it as a pro as a female basketball player, but you could make it as a pro as a female MMA fighter because yeah. different skill levels. Yeah. But yeah, that, that I, I might do some research on that. Speaking of MMA and wrestling, <laughs> Ryback wants to do MMA. Vince, mm. he is negotiating with Bellator, which is the number two MMA promotion in the world behind UFC. They're on Spike TV. They're owned by Viacom. Bobby Lashley fights there. Ken Shamrock fought there earlier this year. They are very much into the freak show fights because they are trying – they have plenty of really good talent there, but they also like to showcase the the attraction fights that, you know, Vince, you not as an MMA fan, might want to tune in to watch. Yeah, no, I've watched a couple of those because of that very yeah. reason, bro. I was interested in them, you know? Exactly. The one so, guy uh, – who's the one guy? Didn't the one guy just die? Those two black guys that were beating that. Kimbo – Kimbo Slice, they both technically died because yeah. Dada technically died during the fight. What was his name again? Dada. Yeah, yeah bro, I was interested in that, and I'm not an MMA guy. Terrible fight. Yeah. One of the worst fights I've ever seen. Uh, he technically died in the cage. Then later, unfortunately, Kimbo died. The well, Shamrock to Shamrock and Gracie. Yep. I watched, that was on the same show. Yeah, I watched that one. They got some criticism because they didn't put some of their real talent on that show. They put a bunch of... Freak show, yeah, but that show drew right. It did draw, drew very well. So it, you know, but that was that was the the idea is that hey, maybe if you put a Michael Chandler or somebody like that on this show, people will know who they are now. But either way, Ryback is negotiating with Bellator. I've been told that he definitely does want to fight, but he's not going to fight for little money. He said that he would just as soon sit at home than not fight for a lot of money. I think this is a smart move. For uh, Ryback, what do you think? I think so too, bro, because I think it's exactly what you just said. Where the heck is he going to be able to cash in for more money? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, you know, I mean, he can go work indies all over the world if he wants to. I don't think he's going to make the kind of money he can make on one fight. So I think it's it's absolutely, I, bro. Listen, I think anybody that steps in a cage with another human being is a little cuckoo. I'll be honest with you. So like, I'll never understand that. But I totally understand for financial reasons. I mean, no doubt, man. I mean, he's yeah. They have been negotiating for a couple of weeks. I think Ryback, if he – I don't know what he weighs. He's a big dude. The, the heavyweight limit in UFC or MMA is 265 pounds. Brock Lesnar had to cut weight to make 265 pounds. If Ryback gets a fight above 265 pounds against a super heavyweight – he might win based on athleticism because the talent level yeah. at those weights is not very good. Yeah. They, they fight for a minute and they get tired, and he probably would too. But yeah. more power to Ryback. It's ridiculous, but if he can make money. Yeah, that's it, bro. That's the whatever. name of the game, man. Make the money, bro. Make the money Definitely. off your name, man. We have another UFC situation I wanted to ask you about. So Conor McGregor, you're familiar with yeah, him, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the featherweight champion, 145 pounds. He beat Jose Aldo, who had went 10 years undefeated in 13 seconds last year. Since then, McGregor was booked earlier this year. He was going to jump up and wait and fight for the next weight classes title. That guy got hurt, and he ended up facing Nate Diaz, which has been a year-long saga and broken pay-per-view records for the UFC at 170 pounds. 
there have been questions about whether McGregor can get back down to 145 pounds. It's a really, really rough weight cut. So they're making their debut at Madison Square Garden in November. Wow. It's going to be the biggest show Whoa, ever. I'm talking wow. three title fights. You've got like eight former champions on the show, the most stacked card ever. He is fighting the 155-pound champion instead of defending his 145-pound title like they promised Jose Aldo. The guy he knocked out in 13 seconds won the interim title because they don't know if he'll ever, if McGregor will ever defend it again. Right. Dana White in the UFC told Jose Aldo, you will get your shot at Conor McGregor. As it turns out, he's not getting his shot at McGregor, at least right now. And they're not stripping McGregor of the title right now because they want him to be the first ever two-division weight champion. Another feather in his cap. Jose Aldo has said, I quit. I'm retiring. I went out of my contract. You lied to me. How do you feel about that? Well, I, bro, I think that's like – see, I don't know that much about MMA, but just listening to that story, that's kind of kabuki-ish that a guy could hold a, hold a title in different weight classes, and he's got to keep going up and down and up and down to defend the title in those weight classes. And and if he's got a title at 145 and what 170, the guy at 145 has got to wait for him to defend against 170, then lose the weight to go down. That's ridiculous, bro. Exactly. That's yeah, it is, it is ridiculous. Now, here's where it all com- it, it really gets complicated. Jose Aldo has, at times, when he was featherweight champion. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He didn't defend that title for over a year due to injury or whatever it may be. It's only been nine months since McGregor won that title. So he, it's very likely that he, he will defend in November and then say, okay, Jose, I'll fight you in January. Like, that's just the kind of guy he is. He does not care. There was a time. When Conor McGregor was supposed to fight Jose Aldo last year, before they ever got to, Jose Aldo pulled out of the fight, and according to his coach, he went in and told McGregor, hey, you got to fight this other guy, completely different style. It's going to be for an interim title. Apparently, McGregor woke up, looked at him, and said, it doesn't matter. They're all the same, and went back to sleep. So, bro, is, this, I, I, would ha- I mean, bro, is that like – I mean – it's got to be a little bit unhealthy to keep fluctuating in weight like that. No, bro. it is. It is. And that's that Ico pro that Ico pro. Let me, let me pull up a picture of him at one forty-five. It's scary. Bro. Let me pull this up. Yeah. The Ico pro. Is that Ico pro he's did. using over there, bro? I see what you did there. Bro, you didn't pop on the Ico pro. Cause you're not looking at me when I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm looking at my other screen. Okay. Let me do this screen share here. Make sure I don't have any anything embarrassing on my screen. So this is for our, our video viewers only, obviously. But um, this is Conor McGregor at 170 pounds. That's looks 170. Like a normal okay. Yeah, it looks like a normal human. Right. 145. Oh, my God. Do that again, bro. 145. Look at this. And then go up. Holy mackerel, bro. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's pretty rough, man. Holy. Like, now, now, bro, the, how, how? what was the time lapse between losing the weight? Do you know? Well, it depends what you mean. Uh, when he, did he loses for, that much. How, 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 he loses that much weight over the course of a few weeks. Wow. Gosh, but that can't yeah. be healthy, bro. No. And it's absolutely not. I w- they're, they're starting – new tests to prevent this. They started earlier weigh-ins. They don't have to weigh in at like 5 p.m. on the dot anymore. They weigh in between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. So they have a little bit of leeway. I thought that might save him, but apparently what Dana White says they're going to do is strip him of one of the titles if he wins the other one. Yeah, that makes sense, of course. That way he can say, I was a two-division weight champion. Of course. I think that's what they got to do. You can't put divisions on hold. Who'd you think won the debate Monday night? Oh, bro, I hate, uh, bro. For I'm not a political guy. Let me just say that, and I'm not, I'm not taking sides or anything. But from what I watched, 
I think Hillary won the debate. I did too, but it was very entertaining. Yeah, it was, it was so very entertaining. entertaining, bro. It was, but I think there was a lot more substance in what she said. I think that Donald Trump, and I won't get into politics too much because I don't like to divide our audience, but man, I thought that uh it off real strong. And he said, like, you know, there's so often when he says things and you're like, man, he's just saying things to say things. When they were talking about the economy, I was like, this guy believes in what he's saying. Then he had that meltdown. It went real sports entertainment after that. And Bro, don't tell me you were watching a debate instead instead of Bailey and that jobber. Oh, of course I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was watching the debate. Okay. Yeah, I, Raw was terrible. It was it was really bad. Bro, you know what's the kiss of death in the WWE if you're a talent? If you're a young talent, that's the kiss of death in the WWE, bro. Yeah. Because they can't they can't their their creative cannot match your talent and and you're going to be dead in the water. <clears throat> Damn. It is. Yeah. It is. And like Bro, isn't Eva Marie's gimmick over? Yeah, and they don't have her on yeah, TV Yeah, what's the anymore. deal? Why wasn't she on – why has she been on SmackDown? They wait, And you know what's funny, Vince? They waited – she had all this resentment for so long, and she was finally – she had something that fit her. Right. She had something that, as we've mentioned before, accentuated her positives and hid her negatives. And they don't they, – they're not utilizing it. They're not bringing it back. Mm. I, I don't understand. It's weird. Um, man, like just the, the, in wrestling, wouldn't you want everybody to be over? Of if course, you could? bro. You got to get everybody on that roster over. The more people over, the more money you make. But now it's like, well, they want you to be over when it's convenient for them. And it's, it's, and it, it seems like it's never convenient for them. They always have these plans. And it just don't happen. Yeah, they have these ideas that just don't happen. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, it it's weird. Uh, Sunny is in jail again. Was she Poor always Sonny. this much of a train wreck? In the no, 90s? I mean, she really wasn't, bro. I mean, I think I think you could see the potential of it, but she she wasn't. I mean, bro, I, feel, I you know I feel I, I, I'm afraid to say anything about Sunny because she gets hot at whatever you say. But I feel bad for her. Like I really do. Like I just I, I do. I hate I hate saying it. I hate reading about it. I just do, man, you know? It's tough. Tough, tough. It, it is tough. And the thing is, if she had her head on straight and got in remotely good shape, she would make a, just an obscene amount of money. Just doing appearances, just doing photos, like things like that. It's tough, bro. When you're when you you know, when you've got um when you've got habits, it's tough, bro, you know. Yeah. Unfortunate. I, I hope she can turn that around. So do I, of course, man. Nobody wants to see Sonny freaking sitting in jail. Come on. How do you think a pay-per-view featuring Manny Pacquiao is going to draw in 2016, Vince? Well, I was instructed to ask you this. No, I mean, I, I know Manny Pacquiao a little Manny Pancake a little bit. Uh, I, it'll, I think it'll draw, bro. Bro, is the MMA audience a loyal audience, bro? Like, do they slap down that money every month, or do they skip pay-per-views? There are about 175,000 of them that do. Like, that's the that's the real threat. Like, about 175 to 225,000 of them. You can count on that many buys no matter what. Wow. That's that's not too shabby. And how much is it? 60 bucks? Uh, 65, Gee, I think. Man. I don't know. Yeah, not bad. Bro, Vince yeah. must be going bonk is about the garden, huh, bro? He might be. I mean, this is this show. Whew. This show is just unbelievable. It's just one of the most insane shows. And when, still, it, when is that? When is that, bro? On November 12th. But it's, yeah, the week before Survivor Series uh, in Toronto. But, yeah, we, we've said on, like, me and Showdown Joe on our Wednesday show, we've said it a million times, like, Oh yeah, this is going to be the biggest show ever, the biggest show ever. And then all these fights fall out and drug tests and all yeah, that. So you yeah, never know until never the know. Movie a couple of days before. It's it's really weird. Um, there was a situation the other night. I was instructed by 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 someone to ask you some of these MMA questions, and I'm excited for your, to hear your take. Roy Nelson 
knocked out an opponent. And he kind of, like, he thought it was stopped a little too late. And he put his foot on the referee's ass and kind of nudged him. Like a little kick, like, dude, what are you doing? Flipped him off, all this stuff. Do you think that's crossing the line? Yeah, of course it is, bro. Come on, that's that's horrible. The UFC fired a guy for this a couple years ago. Now, here's the situation. The guy was not as big of a name. Right, Roy Nelson's a moneymaker. Yeah. Uh, Roy Nelson has not been good of late. He's against people who are currently in the UFC. He's 2-11. and 11. He's never beat a top 10 guy, but people like him for whatever reason. Don't you think that sets a weird precedent, right? You know, you got people talking about unionizing an MMA. You have all the discussions about pay discrepancy and all that stuff. Don't you think that sets a pretty bad precedent when you fire a guy a few years ago and immediately fire him? And now you're like, well, we're going to wait and see. Yeah, no, that's horrible, bro. You can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. Yeah, that's that's bad business. I want to ask you, Vince. I mentioned earlier. I think the cruiserweights are dead on arrival. I think it's. Why, it's going to be something. Tell me why you walk me through that. Why? Why do you? I, I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I before I even saw one of them, it has nothing to. To me, it has nothing to do who these people are. But why? Just no presentation, no character, no build up. That, no, that whole thing? no, yeah, no presentation, right. no character, no build up, no reaction, uh, no. There, there's no substance. Who thought this was a good idea? Triple H. I'm sure he did, but you know, it's quite possible he had different ideas. For this as well, and they have three hours to chew up, and as we've seen, there are worse ways to chew up three hours. Yeah. Titus Young or Titus O'Neil and Darren Young, Stephanie, Stephanie beat is slapping people around. Which you know, the irony is, I thought that her backstage promo with Mick this week was pretty good, but it's like, damn, it would have been a lot better had she not done that to everybody on the roster. It would have been a lot better if he would have reached into his pocket and shoved Sako down a throat. Now that would have been money, been- bro. I would have been cool with that, yeah. too. I have a Socko. Do you really? Yeah, the WWE sent me his, his DVD a few years ago. and It came with a Socko. That's the, a cool market. packaged with a Socko, cool. yeah. I, I finished. I, you, you're going to forget your thought now. So what were you telling me about the dead in the water? I think it's dead in the water. And I hate that. I mean, I'm not saying it. you can't overcome it. You Sure you can. But And people are drawing comparisons to the WCW cruiserweight division, and I'm like, you can't do that. No. That was a different time. The wrestling that style was a lot different then. Also, uh, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, and Chris Jericho were in that division. Bro, can I ask you a question? Serious. Now, Sean, I'm asking you all seriousness now. Mm-hmm. Bro, how – I mean, here's what's scary to me. And I'm not, I'm not saying this as a joke, and I'm not saying this to be Vince Russo. Bro, how far away are we from, like, plucking performers out of Circus Soleil and letting them pro- – uh, no, I'm serious, bro. And letting them perform the same thing in a wrestling ring. How, how far are the two apart? I'm being dead serious, bro. Well, WWE already gave one of their wrestlers to Cirque Cir- 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 Do Soleil. I don't know how to pronounce it. They gave Mason Ryan to them. And ironically, he's a big 300-pound muscle-bound dude. I have an exclusive coming up on that on Fightful.com. Mason Ryan, is he the guy that lives in another country? Yeah. Mason Ryan, he lives in Ireland or something, right? Yeah, I believe so. What's he doing? Wales. Wales. Yeah, no, I had him on my show. I worked with him, but I was very impressed by him. He's at Circus Soleil? Yeah. WWE recommended him. He got the job over a couple former WWE talents, which I will reveal on Fightful.com soon. Wow. Like, is this recently or what, bro? For, For about a year, I think. Wow. I like him, bro. I like that guy a lot, man. He looks good. He was yeah, over. So when I worked in the UK, bro, he was over. Yeah, so he's living in Vegas now. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was a good move for him. Yeah, that shows you. That's interesting, you can, get into bro. A, you can get into a lot of stuff after wrestling. Yeah. But there are some situations why, where I do think it's overkill. There are some where I don't. I mean, even in MMA, you have Anthony Pettis flipping and doing kicks. James Krause is a guy who is – landed cartwheel kicks. Brian Eppersall used to knock people out by doing cartwheel kicks. Uh, Anthony Pettis running up the cage and jumping off and hitting people. Uh, so, I mean, the, you do have acrobatics in real fighting, but to me, I think you got to make it mean something or at least to your character. Here's something I wonder, Vince. You got this cruiserweight division. Where's Neville? Where, where, 
you, you've had a guy who you've been God. putting over for bro, over a year. Bro, can I tell you something? When you look at like the whole NXT experience and all that, and you take everybody into consideration, everybody, I'm talking everybody, bro. Bro, he may have been the one guy that they totally failed. He, now you, I, I, we, we argue about this a lot about looking like a star. He looks. Yeah, and bro, I understand he's gotten hurt a lot. I get it. This guy is freaking good. I, 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 bro, how, how does Sami Zayn get pushed before Neville? Did you ever see the Sami Zayn Neville yes, match? Yes. It was really good. I mean, I, saw, I watched Neville in NXT, bro. There's a lot with Sami Zayn that they don't employ. Like, you got to do a certain story with Sami Zayn. He is the everyman. He and Kevin Owens both are. They're, they're guys you look at and, you're, and you think, maybe I could pull that off. And I don't know. But I, think they're, that, they're fail- I mean, let's be real, Vince. They're failing a lot of people. Yeah. I think that might be the problem, though, when you talk about that. Bro, I think you need one everyman, not two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you got two everyman, one of them's going to get lost, you know? Well, Look what the SmackDown team's done with Heath Slater. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He he is they're they're not failing him. Yeah. So so that's cool. I mean, I like that. But, but bro, bro, in, in, in the same breath, hold on, when you talk about that Heath Slater thing, bro, look what they did to freaking Bray Wyatt last week. Like, are you kidding me? He sets a last tra- week. He well, bro, 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 but years. last week was the worst. The guy sets a trap and gets his ass kicked. Like, like it, it's almost like Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. Yeah, I, I hated that segment. That was the that was trash. That was I didn't even want to oh, talk Bray, about it. Bro, bro, bro Bray Wyatt. I, I don't care what anybody says. He's got to be like, are you freak? Are you guys kidding me? He's got to be, bro. He's got to yeah. be. Guys, to get exclusive access to shows like this, like yesterday's show with Matt Riddle, uh, as well as access to tons of other podcasts early, go to fightful.com, register absolutely free. You'll get access to this, our forums, which are being overhauled, lots of stuff, exclusive news. We've had tons of exclusives up on the site. Interviews with Cyborg, CM Punk, Chael Sonnen, uh, Daniel Cormier, Muhammad Hassan. Lots of cool stuff coming, guys. Vince, we have – what's the next pay-per-view? No Mercy? All these brand split pay-per-views. You think it's too much? Oh, yeah, of course it is, bro. Bro, I, bro, I, I, again, I'm not like I'm not being negative or bitter or anything, bro. I, I cringe when I got to watch another WWE pay-per-view, and especially like every two weeks. And, and you know, bro, you know, it's no different than a Raw. It's not special anymore. There's no build. You've seen the people that they 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 already fought each other. I just, it's too much, bro. Bro, we got to make wrestling special again, man. It's uh, it's not as fun anymore. I don't look forward to watching Monday Night Raw. I, I you know, I, I don't not look forward to watching SmackDown. It's, you know, it's a fine show. Well, bro, I will tell you this. You want to talk about fun? Uh, on October 9th, when you turn it, tune into the premiere episode of Rocky Mountain Pro, bro, uh, we just filmed uh, me and the owner of the company, Matt Yaden. Going down a children's slide. You know when you go in the slide, but it's the, it's the big tube gimmick. It's the tube yeah. gimmick. You disappear, bro. We went in the slide and had a match inside the kitty slide. That will be on national television, bro. I'm excited to whoever see that. Got, whoever got out of the, the slide first was the winner. <laughs> Sean Ross. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing your reputation any favors there, Vince. Bro, you know what I'm doing? I'm having fun, which is exactly what you said. It's exactly what the wrestling business it's is, true. bro. Give me a break. So the tapings are this weekend, right? Yeah, tomorrow, man. Tomorrow, bro. Nice. Are any tickets still available? Yeah, no, it is tickets available. Yeah, yeah. You can go to uh, uh, RockyMountainPro.com and get the tickets. I'm excited to see how it turns out. Oh my, bro! I mean, you know, these guys, these guys deserve it, bro. These guys are hard workers and they're good, man. I just, I want to, yeah, I want them to make it. I don't care about me. I'm past that. I want them to make it. Somebody says Sean uh, MMA is not that big of a deal here in New York. I know plenty of MMA fans around here, and they don't even care about the MSG show. Uh, Bet you it sold out. I I bet bet you it does. There's no way that doesn't sell out, bro. No way. It's gonna it's gonna sell out, and it might do two million pay per view buys. Yeah, it is, might do. 2 yeah, million. there's no way that's not selling out, bro. Bro, when they have fights in Atlantic City, they draw, right? I don't think they do fights there anymore. They don't. 
I don't think so. Wow. Speaking of, Tyson Fury, heavyweight boxing champion, tested positive for cocaine. Nice, bro. Good good job, Tyson, whoever you are. Damn. Damn, he beat one of the Klitschko brothers. That's that's no no easy task. Oh, here's a good one, speaking of MMA news. So the UFC sold. Yeah, I saw and a list of you. all these big movie stars owning MMA, yeah. owning MMA now. Affleck was on there. Uh, Levine, yeah, they got Levine a, was on they there. They got a bunch of celebrities yeah. that invested in this company. Ben Affleck, Michael Bay, Tom Brady, Rob Deerdeck of MTV fame, yeah. Guy Fieri, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. one of my favorite rock bands of all time. Uh, Calvin Harris, a musician. Anthony Kiedis, obviously of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. Adam Levine, yeah. Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, yeah. LL Cool J, Tyler Perry. See, that's who, what for, if Billy Corgan takes over TNA, that's what he should do, bro. He's got to get his yeah. big time investor friends involved in this thing, bro. Sp- put money into this thing. One of the owners of South Park, uh, Conan O'Brien, Cam Newton, Mark Wahlberg, Serena, and Venus Williams. Wow. These are like does it does it a list does it say how much money collectively they they put in? It doesn't, but I know that the UFC sold for four point two billion dollars. Wow, bro! See, that's what that's what that's what Corgan needs to do, bro. He needs to pump money into this off the get go. And not missing a beat, Conor McGregor was asked what he was worth to the UFC at a press conference this week, and he said four point two billion dollars. <laughs> that guy gets it. That guy gets it, man. Like his. His press conferences are must watch. Like you have, like yeah, he's smart, bro. He knows what stuff. he's doing, man. He's smart, and he, he took a gimmick, the Ric Flair gimmick from the nineteen eighties, and it still works, as it turns out, Vince. Yep, it still works, bro. You think we'll ever get a mummy like the Yeti? The Yeti, MMA? bro. The Yeti, bro. That may have been the worst. I think that was, that that had to be the worst gimmick of all time. Him and Big Show dry humping Hulk Hogan in the oh, middle of a my ring. God, that was too much, bro. A double bear hug. I wonder who were were there agents back then? There had to be. There had to be, bro. That's too funny. So, so unless they, they did, it, right? yeah. Unless they did, it, that had to be a rib. <laughs> yeah, because you know there was no run through for yeah, that. That had to be a rib, bro. What are some other terrible? Oh, stuff? gobbledygooker, uh, Samba Simba. Man, uh, there's a, I, I wrote a whole article about that once at the WWE. What about the uh, the Fryer? Remember the Fryer made about two appearances and um. I do remember that at, at Raw, the early early Raws. Bastion Booger, Bastion Booger wasn't bad though. It was pretty bad. Yeah, there was a lot of bad. Mantar was Mantar bad. was atrocious. You remember Ludwig Borga? Yeah, he was good, bro. You know he fought in the UFC too. Yeah, no, he was he was good. That guy, bro. That, that, that was got, a, that was a downtime in wrestling, but he was over. He drew a pretty rough hand in getting Randy Couture, one of the greats in UFC history, in his and UFC fight. Killed. But oh, he got killed. Yeah, yeah. very very quickly. But yeah. Randy Couture is a legend, so that yeah. that's gonna happen. I was talking to Matt Riddle. Do you ever play video games, Vince? Even in your not, early days? In my early days, not anymore. What'd you play? Rygar. The hell is that? Very first Nintendo system, my favorite video game. Rygar? Yeah, and I beat it, bro. The only video game I've ever beat in my life. I gotta look it up. Is it Ryback like a character in this game? No. Looking it up. Yeah, Rygar. Apparently, they did a remake on. Yes, they did. PS2. Yep. Oh, pretty high ratings yeah. for this Rygar. Rygar, baby. Man, I can't believe you. So, so what? You stopped after the NES, Vince? I stopped when I, my kid. My oldest son was born, and every time I tried to play, it was climbing all over my freaking head, and I was like, that's it with the video games. I play Madden, UFC. I'll review WWE, but we have Mike Straw doing that now, so I might not even pick Bro, up the Bro, the best one. thing on that show was that freaking commercial, right? The, the, the UFC com- or the WWE yeah, commercial. Yeah, that's the best thing on the show. Now, yeah. is, the, is I, that I from the- them, or is that from the video game people? 2K, 2K. Yeah, that's that. tremendous. Somebody says, is Nelson really a moneymaker in the UFC? Uh, more than like a, I'm just throwing this out because he's been in the news, Ruslan Magomedov. So yeah, he is. Bro, how do you uh, pronounce some, these names like that, bro? Oh, some of them, some of them I don't, Vince. Some of them are a struggle. I a would real be struggle. dead enough. Water, bro. Bro, I watch sometimes a New Japan 
on Friday night, you know, my buddy JR, yeah. I don't know how he does. I, I bro, can you imagine me announcing those do, doing those names? Well, I did imagine you doing it because you did a video of you announcing them. Oh my god. I freaking sit there and I'm like, how the how can you like oh my gosh. Bro, I saw a match yesterday which I thought was a little hokey. Like people put New Japan over and like I'm, I, no no disrespect, but you must know what I'm talking about. A guy won the big tournament. What is the, the something with the number? The G one. The G one who's who won that? This year, yeah. Kenny Omega. Yeah, and he and and when he was waving the flag, the flag broke. You know what I'm talking about? You see this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? And yeah, but they made a big deal out of it at the press conference. And I'm like, a pole broke. Why? Well, like, what are we making a big deal out of here? Did, did he break it? By accident. Oh, yeah. well, they probably just did it to play it up yeah. because his, his whole gimmick, yeah. he's basically a cartoon character come to life, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. But his thing is, he speaks fluent Japanese, yeah. he lives in Japan and all that stuff. But then when he came to New Japan, he refused to speak Japanese. No, this was the Kenny Omega, bro. This was the guy. Who's the big guy at NXT now? The champ. Nakamura? Yeah, Nakamura wrestled the guy. Nakamura lost to the guy who won it. But it wasn't Omega. It wasn't Omega, bro. Oh, then it might have been last year. It was a Japanese guy. Let me look. Yeah. Because I I can't remember who won last year. It was a Japanese guy. It wasn't Omega. I know Omega. I covered New Japan at my last job, so I know how to pronounce most of the names. Hiroshi Tanahashi? Yeah, that's it. Tanahashi. Okay. Tanahashi won it, yeah. Well, then there was probably just a talking point or something. I don't know why they would do that if Nakamura wasn't a heel. Like, if, yeah. it, were, if it were Kenny Omega and he were a heel, and it's like, hey, you want to play this up to add some to the character, I would completely understand. Now, is this, uh, is this uh, Kenny Omega super over now? Oh, yeah. Big why don't how come they're not bringing him into WWE? They've tried. Oh, he's turned him good down for about him, three bro. or four times. Good for him, bro. Yeah, they 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 want him. Uh, from what I understood, pretty bad. And from what they said is, uh, if we bring you over, you're on NXT TV next week. And he's like, well, maybe I don't want to be on NXT TV next week. Bro, so, can you believe they beat the Anderson and Gallows two nights in a row, and that to go to Cesaro and Sheamus? Like, does that like and, what is the logic to that? And not only that, I don't think that Sheamus and Cesaro will beat them because Demolition's in on this lawsuit now against WWE, and I get the feeling, you know how WWE is. They didn't want AJ Lee to have that that title reign record. So 78, or it's probably about 72 days from now, is when the, the New Day will pass Demolition, which ironically, had they not given primetime players that really weird title run last year, they'd already be there. Because New Day would have held the titles like forever. But either way, I think they want New Day to beat Demolition's record. And I don't see Sheamus and Cesaro oh my God, taking bro, that off. Are you, of ser- Maybe they are you serious? They're going to hold on that long? They might. Uh, I don't. I can't say that they will, but they might. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I did like the Mick Foley promo between those two where he actually explained the situation and said – you two guys beat the living shit out of each other. I can't afford to lose one of you when we're in competition. I like that, but yeah, yeah. The new day is stale. They they are, but I mean, they were relied on so heavily for so long. Like every week, they're like, "Here you go, here's a mic." Yep. Every single week, yep. and you're gonna get stale doing that, Vince. That uh, they're doing that to uh, that they're doing that slowly but surely to Enzo and Cass. Somebody says cruiserweights were a great idea for SmackDown. What, now, I, this is something I don't like and I don't agree with, Vince. Why SmackDown? Why? Because they always used to be on SmackDown? Who cares? Yeah. There are three hours to fill on Raw. Yeah. I can absolutely see why Vince McMahon said, okay, we've been trying to fill this time with Jinder Mahal versus Jack Swagger and Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young. Let's give this a shot. Now, the thing is, they didn't really give it a shot. Maybe they will in the future, but what you all you all want cruiserweights on SmackDown so you can p- complain about the four minute matches because there's not an extra hour. You want to you want to bitch about that? I don't get it. Don't understand it, Vince. I don't understand it, bro. Tell me about your weekend. I know you got Rocky Mountain, bro. Pro you know, let me look at look at look at the uh, the screen for a second. I have to look at my camera. Bro, do you you got like, like you, you got a space between between your mustache? Do you shave that? Like, do you? Shave? I don't. It just doesn't grow there. Did oh, you, dude, is that no, like a is that like a scar? Do you got a scar there or something? I do have a scar. That's there. why it doesn't grow. I'm, 
When I was younger, I can't remember what happened, but I cracked my I cracked the outside of my lip on like the edge of a playpen. Wow, that like young. That. That's why you can't. That's why it's like that. Interesting. Oh, I don't turn side to side. I'm not allowed people see the trash that grows through here. I don't let people see that. Let me take Girls, a look like at I that. Say, Vince, let me take no, a look at that. Accentuate your positives. Hide your negatives. Bro, let me take. Oh, so, man. Come on. There you man. go. Come on, man. There you go. Come on, man. Taken care of. Come on, man. Hey, you've inspired me to liven up my background a little bit. Yeah, you got it going. You got. I see it. I see it. Nice. We're considering a move, though, so I didn't want to Local, Locally? Locally? Yeah, we, we're thinking about moving to the place I was born about 25 minutes away. Because as you know, Vince, if news breaks, I don't like to be 25 minutes away. Yeah. I like to be at home. And if we want to go out to dinner or if I want to get a damn Snickers bar for that matter, yeah, I probably pretty much got to drive 25 minutes. So, Are you serious, bro? Not not for a Snickers, but if we want to go out to eat somewhere, yeah. then yeah, it's about a 25-minute wow. drive wow, if we want wow. to go to to somewhere like that. Yeah. But guys, Fightful.com is the place to be. Live viewing parties of Ring, Ring of Honor, extravag- all-star extravaganza. Damn, I am tongue-tied. UFC tomorrow night, UFC Portland. And then hopefully... TNA Bound for Glory Sunday. Go register at Fightful.com. Vince, anything to tell the people before we go? Yeah, just, I mean, big, obviously, big TV tapings tomorrow for Rocky Mountain Pro, and you'll see the first show September 9th, which is next Sunday uh, at 6.30 on the Hunt Channel, Dish Network 266. Podcast one every day, Monday through Friday. Guys, me and Showdown Joe will be here sometime this weekend. I've got some family issues that I have to sort out, but uh, we will be here this weekend at some point. I'm hoping Sunday afternoon, but uh, we will keep you updated on the site. Until next time, guys, we are out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.